This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Shapeshifting is the best superpower, and you cannot convince me otherwise. Here is an entire episode to prove my point. My name is Alex Willex Payne. I use they/them pronouns, and this is Stride with Pride. Hello everyone and welcome back to Stride with Pride. I hope you've had a fantastic week or however long it's been since you've listened to the last one. If you're listening to this in succession, hello again. Hasn't been long, nice to see you. (laughs) This episode we are talking about shapeshifting, which um, is the best power. You you can't say anything otherwise because you're wrong. Um, And that's the T. And here's why. So someone someone recently said to me, oh, if you wanted to be a shapeshifter as a kid, if you always thought that you wanted to have shapeshifting as a power, if you were asked what superpower you'd have, they were like, yeah, you, you wanted to be a shapeshifter as a kid? How's that identity crisis going? And that made me upset. <laughs> Partially because, like, a little bit, yeah, don't at me, like, I know myself but also it's like I know myself and I know that there are many many reasons as to why other than the identity crisis that are supplemental so here are some of them and for my radio overlords um I promise this is related to queer stuff eventually I'll get there first argument you can literally have any power with shape-shifting like if you want to fly great grow some wings like you want to be invisible just turn into like a, a bug something small you know you can just hide like that is just the best thing and if you want to you know everyone's always like oh yeah we want to live as a mushroom and be one with the bog guess what as a shapeshifter, you can do that you can fulfill your cottage core lesbian dreams and turn into a mushroom and become one with the bog. Well, that's not really cottagecore lesbian. I think that's more non-binary bogcore. But still, you can become one with the bog. Isn't that not what you would love to do? Like, right? Okay. And like, you want to rob a bank? Sure, just be like a worm for a hot sick. And all those posts about being like, oh, you're, you've got a bunch of money and people are coming after you. Just turn into, like, a pen or something, you know? And then no one will see you lying on the ground. No one will suspect a pen with a pile of money around it. They'll just be like, oh, cool, there's a pen. Sure can get you into some sticky situations, but just turn into a worm and get out of it. Like, you know, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Like, yeah, technically it's, like, a cheap power because it's, like, one power, but you get all of the powers. But it's also, like... Sometimes it's okay to cheat. Not not in relationships. Don't don't take this as a general thing. In this very specific situation, why not? Why not as a treat? Give yourself all of the powers, you know? You know? Just just as as a treat. As a treat, you know? I do not endorse crime, nor do I endorse cheating. However, shape-shifting. Yes. Second argument still related though you can be literally anything you can look like anything you can be anything you could be a tiny 
rabbit. You could be a cute little rabbit. You could be a giant behemoth. You could turn into a beanstalk. You could turn into a map, like Dora's map. You could turn into literally anything. Like, I mean, it depends on the rules of the shape shifting that you're using. And some people are like, "Oh yeah, changing yourself at a molecular level is cooler." But you know what? Sometimes I want to be a lizard and lay in the sun and live my biz life. You know? And as a shape shifter, you could do that. Gender envy no more. You can just turn into whatever you want. Is this my most feral episode? Absolutely. Let's continue. Number C. How good would it be for trans and non-binary people? I mean, like you can, you okay, you can turn into anything, obviously, but like dysphoria, just say no. You know, you can, especially for gender fluid people or people who want to change their presentation, however it fits them. Doesn't have to be trans and non-binary people. Expression does not equal gender. You could just like. I, you can wake up one day and be like, "Hmm, I want some lumps on my chest," the the good kind, not cancerous. But you know, you can be like, you know, it's a lumpy day, and then you walk out and you have lumps. You have lumps, and then one day you can just be like, "It is not a day for lumps," and you just take them away. And you know what? Easy as that. You just think about it, and it happens. You want to change your hair color? Absolutely, do it. Great for indecisive people. Great for impulsive people. You can change it without consequence, without hair dye, without hair dye. Money? Nah. I don't know if it changes clothes. I probably. I don't think it changes clothes. However, you wouldn't have to spend money on personal upkeep. I'm just saying, make shape shifting legal. Twenty twenty one. That's the T. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I've been thinking about this concept for a really long time, uh, mainly because I probably saw a post about it somewhere, but in, like, year 10, I think it was, I sort of wanted to participate in a thing called NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. Um, Like, technically, it's America National, but it's sort of around the world now. I I attempted. I... I did not get past a couple chapters, but I did have a plan for, like, the whole story. It wasn't good, but you know what? It was something, and something is better than nothing. That's my life motto. Um, Gets me through the perfectionism anxiety. And you know what? Something is better than nothing. But, you know, I had the story idea for a really long time, um, and... You know, it would be so valuable for non-binary and trans people to have this way of alleviating dysphoria. You know, if you wanted to be perceived as something else, you could just be perceived as something else. If you didn't want to be perceived, you could be a frog. You could be a frog. Like, isn't that the dream? Is that not the dream? I wrote, like, a whole system of how it worked for the book as well. Like, I have I actually wrote, like, a decent chunk of it, maybe 10 chapters or so. And so it was something about, like, I don't know, you had to, like, blow in a circle on their forehead or something and then, like, make eye contact with them and say something. I really don't remember, but I, you know what? It was actually kind of intense. Um, but I think at the time it was inspired by a book series called Changes by, by Alison Glock and T. Cooper. 
um, which I found really interesting. I saw the first one in a bookshop and I was reading the back and I was like, wow, this sounds really interesting. Because um, it was about a dude who on like his first day of high school or something, like it turned into a completely different person. So like just had the body of a girl now. And then he's part of this race of changes. Um, they call themselves the changes because they like go through different iterations. Like they become a different person. So different race, different gender, different size and ability from different backgrounds and stuff in each year of high school. And so it's about like exploring the sort of prejudices that come with certain things. Um, and I think the whole thing is about like creating empathy for things. This series does have a few problems and as a trigger warning, there are a few things in there to do with assault, um, specifically uh, sexual assault. But I would read up more on that if that is going to be a problem for you. But it is a good series. I would recommend it. But it can be a bit intense at some point. So just be wary of that. But I found it really interesting. And it started me thinking about the whole concept of it being a useful thing for trans people to be able to choose who they are, what they look like. And the whole metamorphosis around trans people, you know, like starting off as this one thing that uh, society calls you all your life and then just blossoming out into who this, in, into this new person who you can be whatever you want to be. And then the experimenting that comes with it and how you want to present yourself and show yourself to the world and the different ways in which you can present to be referred to things differently and how society interacts with that. I just find that concept really interesting. I also saw a post, or it might have been a TikTok recently, um, that sort of was about a shapeshifter who has just been changing their whole life, um, but and how most shapeshifters have their sort of true form that they know what it is and can just go back into that when they're not intentionally trying to shapeshift. But then this was about a shapeshifter who maybe was adopted and um, didn't know their true form. Um, and so sort of keeps searching to find what feels right. And I feel like that's a really good metaphor, I guess. A good allegory for trans people and non-binary people. People who don't know who they are. I guess it's a general queer experience as well. It's, you know, you're... You, you don't know who this person is that you truly are and you have to go and, and search for it. You have to go and find who you are. And I mean, I guess it's sort of a universal experience as well rather than specifically queer. Because, you know, we're all trying to find this this person who we are meant to be. But then, you know, I feel like it's also like there's not necessarily someone that we're meant to be. It's that we build and create the person we are with the people alongside us because we are made up of the people around us and the love that people give us. Uh, we're made up of little phrases and the the ways that people say things, the way that we're taught to do things or little quirks of other people. We build that into ourselves. Personalities are built from what's around you and you know that's a whole psychological thing as well so like you know uh what is it nature versus nurture it's the the whole your environment shapes who you are which like obviously so then 
bringing that into the shapeshifter context, it's like there is no true form. It's just you build what you think is best. You take little parts of people and things and places and just ways of being to form who you, what you feel is the most authentic form of expression for yourself. And you know what? I think that's really cool. It's also really interesting when we look at how shapeshifters are sort of portrayed in media because yes, in changes it's about this whole sort of empathy thing, but you know, in media, it's, they're often viewed as tricksters. So take Loki, a gender-fluid person who is a trickster and shapeshifter. You know, sometimes they're they're just, like, viewed as villains. And then there's also... Uh, see, I don't know much about Marvel, so I will park that there. I'm sure other people know more about them. Is Loki a they? I don't know. I don't... What are Loki's pronouns? Double trouble. Spoilers for She-Ra. Double trouble. Don't listen to this if you haven't watched uh i think it's series four and onwards of she-ra but double trouble is basically this character that is canonically non-binary everyone uses they them pronouns for them uh including people on the opposite side so it's not like i don't like you so i'm going to misgender you it's like oh she-ra okay i I will do an entire episode about she-ra but like it's beautiful. It is a beautiful show, and homophobia doesn't exist, and it's wonderful. Anyway, um, Double Trouble is a non-binary shapeshifter and is sort of for the evil side and uses their shapeshifting as ways to get in with people, so get people's trust, and then basically backstab them. Yeah, they go where the money is. They are very very much just for themselves and no one else so technically not evil but you know not not good not doesn't really have morals either um which is it's sort of having the only canonical non-binary character as this conniving shape-shifting only out for themselves getting people to trust them and then ruining that trust and using that to betray them um, and give things to the other side isn't necessarily the best thing um, when that's the only (laughs) representation that you get and I do want to do a whole episode about non-binary representation in media because it's quite interesting I think that (laughs) the only ways that non-binary and and also ace and arrow people are represented as through robots or aliens or some sort of other, other in quotes, a being that isn't human, which is uh, tasty. But, <laughs> you know, despite this negative portrayal of shapeshifters, it's still fun. It's cool. It's spicy and it brings joy. I want to be able to change my hair whenever I want. I want to have my eyes glow red for funsies to scare some people. And I want to be a frog in the, un- using a mushroom as a umbrella. And I want to live out my gender envy dreams. I want to be able to turn it into a, uh, a knife that changes colors. And I want to be able to turn into just a, a kazoo. I want to be a kazoo. For fun. For 
fun. You know, who doesn't want to be a kazoo every now and again? Or like a little bug, little bug, not one that gets squashed because, yeah. I wonder, it depends how it works though because, so okay, in D&D, right, there's um, druids, which are a class of character thing that you can play and um, there's a thing called wild shape and so you can turn into different creatures um, so sometimes it's small little things like a rat and then sometimes it's like a bear and how it works for that is when you turn into that animal um, when you're fighting or something you have the hit points of that animal um, so you you if you're a rat you have like four hit points or something I don't know it's really low and then when those hit points go all the way down you're forced to uh, I don't know eject back to your normal form I wonder if it would work like that if you turn into an animal, because like obviously you have less durability. If you're like a little fly and someone hits you, then you're gonna cark it. But like, does that does that transfer over? Like, is it is it like your durability just transfers over, or like, because you would just be like a really strong frog then, you know? I mean, frogs are ethereal beings anyway, but like, you know, you could turn into a unicorn. You could turn into a Pegasus. You could turn into an Alicorn. Only true of My Little Pony fans. I'm not one of them. But, you know, that's that's shout out for the My Little Pony fans there. Structure, we don't know her. We don't stand her. Not in this episode. Every other episode, yeah, we love it. This one, mm-hmm. imagine. Imagine that. Couldn't be me. Like all those expressions, those wonderful, beautiful expressions that I think usually neurodivergent people use, but I've just seen it all through TikTok, but... You know, a lot of the TikTok that is on my For You page is neurodivergent people. So I don't know what the crossover there is. But, like, describing your gender in all these, like, these ways that, you know, make sense to me as a non-binary person, someone whose gender is not cis, it just makes sense, you know, that your gender is, like, a distant rainfall on a castle roof while you're cuddled up warm inside with a blanket on you. Or, like, your gender is the fog that descends on a cold morning and it's crisp and sunny and then eventually the fog lifts and it's really nice and sunny for the rest of the day. Or, like, a thunderous stormy sea with, a, you know, a pirate boat going across it and people are still playing sea shanties despite the horrific rainstorm and they are still keeping on despite everything. You know, that's a gender. So, I feel like... I wonder if you could shapeshift into rain. Like, does that... Can you shapeshift into a concept? Like, rain is obviously a physical thing. If you had... If you could picture a concept as a physical thing, would you be able to turn into that? Let me know what you think. (laughs) Speaking of what you guys thought, I asked you guys on my story to give me your opinions on why you thought shapeshifting was the best power. Well, actually, the first question I asked you was, is shapeshifting the best power? And uh, 67% of you were right in clicking, obviously, instead of nah. So we still had 33% who were wrong uh, saying nah. But 67% said yes, correctly. Uh, And I did actually ask, (laughs) what percentage of the people who put yes are LGBT? And um, it it was a... 89%. (laughs) That probably says more about the people who uh, know me and who interact with me. Um, But also consider shape-shifting is for the queers. 
some of you said, because it would be awesome for trans and non-binary people. Correct. And it would be good for costuming for actors. I don't know if you could necessarily change your clothes, but it would definitely be good for getting the right look for actors. I mean, you could just have one actor play everyone. That would be cool. Okay, that's actually a good concept for a thing. But also consider cheap cosplay. Like, makeup? Don't need her. You can just turn into that creature or person or thing that you're cosplaying and you can just be the person. Like, you can be the thing. No need for expensive, like, body edition modification things or, like, specific makeup things. Like, if you want horns, like, you can just have horns. You want wings? No need to make those. You can have them on your body already you know i think that's pretty spicy i think that's pretty spicy and pretty useful cosplay community would be so cool and the amount of creativity that would come with that because like you can have anything on your body so like you can experiment with that a bunch more instead of spending a bunch of money so like you know someone else said you can shapeshift and literally do whatever you want correct this is the main draw here Another person says, because you can be anything. Like, you can customize your look however you want. Uh, yes, I think so. And then they also said, even if I wasn't trans, it would still be the best. You don't need strength or flying. You can just shift wings. This is what I'm saying. You guys get it. You guys get it. Someone else said, it's one of the best powers because you can hide it in plain sight and can access it anywhere. This is true. This is true, because no one's going to know if you're a shapeshifter or if you don't do it in front of people. Like, people might suspect it, but they're not going to know. How would they know? You can just explain it with hair dye or, like, contact lenses or, like, whatever you want. Like, I just had a quick surgery, you know? Or you can just be an entirely different person. Would be terrible for teachers doing the role. But, you know, if, if you want to out yourself as a shapeshifter there, you can just turn up to school as a dragon, talking dragon. Be like, yes, hello, I am here today. There you go. One of my trans lady friends said, yes, because then I can be a girl. Which is both sad and sweet at the same time, because you can validate yourself as a trans woman. Uh, and she also said, in addition to this, and monkey, which is fair. <laughs> one of the answers just says, trans. And one of them just says, no boobs. In all caps. Ah, and one of my friends also mentioned Double Trouble, because Double Trouble is cool. Like, they may be manipulative, but also shapeshift the cool. Yeah? Oh, and my wonderful friend here says, A, no dysphoria, but most importantly, B, shifting into a horse in places that horses should not be. This would be the best thing. You could just... You could be a horse in a swimming pool. You could be a horse on a trampoline. You can be a horse in a rocket ship. You can be in a horse... Not in a horse. You can be a horse on a balcony, in the Oval Office, anywhere. Anywhere. There's just a horse. You could climb onto a statue of a horse and turn into a horse. You could be a horse on a horse be a horse on a roof could be a horse underground can be a horse anywhere but most importantly you can be a horse in a hospital do you need any other reasons
Thank you for putting up with the feralness of this episode. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you now think that shapeshifting is the best power because you would be incorrect if you thought otherwise. This week's creator spotlight is Brush of Stars. Um, that's an Instagram account, and they are a non-binary, agender artist, creator on Instagram. So uh, they do a lot of digital artwork, and oh my god, is it beautiful. Um, what? The talent? Uh, like, honestly, you should see some of this stuff. It is amazing. There's fan art on here, there's a lot of original art, and... It just astounds me. Okay, all artists, like how, first of all, how? 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 The audacity of being so absolutely amazingly talented. But like, oh, there's one that's so adorable. It's a frog on a mushroom. It's so cute. Okay, you need to see this for yourself because I realized that like saying, oh, look at this cool thing on an audio format doesn't necessarily work so why don't you do yourself a favor and go and check them out on instagram it is brush of stars all one word at brush of stars and look at this amazing oh beautiful artwork for yourself that is all for this week's episode of stride with pride i hope you enjoyed this feral cluster fluff Tune in next week for something potentially more structured than this. Um, <laughs> um, well, I hope it was fun anyways. <laughs> Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at stride.with.pride if you have suggestions for episodes, as well as wanting to, if you want to participate in and get your answers in my radio show here. But otherwise, I hope you have a fantastic, wonderful day, afternoon, or evening, whenever you're listening to this. And you are an amazing, spectacular person who is so deserving of love and friendship and being able to turn into a frog and shelter from the rain under a mushroom. Effervescent. (laughs) That is all for now. So don't forget to spread your joy. See you next time. Bye. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.